This is Sibling Talk with Mary Jo Tumer and John Paulette. Commentary from a progressive point of view. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumer. Mary, I have to ask you real directly. We continue, we, I guess I mean the American public and the media, to treat Donald Trump as if he is a regular, normal president. Can we afford anymore? Well, you know, it's funny. We treat him that way, but the bar is so low. So if he just follows the scientists a little bit, like he did last night, and change an innate date of Easter to later in the month, The media coverage of that today has been crazy. It's been like, wow, he's finally listening to the scientists. But at the same time, he's sending all these other dog whistles out. I mean, the way he treated um, Yamiche Alcindor last night was so despicable. And that's a little bit gotten lost because he was smart enough to listen to Fauci and not open the country up in two weeks. So, well, and yeah, it's dangerous. I'm sorry, please go ahead. No, it's dangerous. Yeah, it is. And I'm going to be cynical here, and I'll I'll admit that up front. Everybody's saying he listened to the scientists. Hooray for that. I think he simply once again listened to the last people who talked to him. And this time, that happened to be the scientists. So that was the guys he heard. Had there been a call from the governor of Florida right after that, had there been a call from Jerry Falwell, the whole thing might be different. Am I being too crazy? Well, it's pretty cynical, but I did hear Phil Rucker say that one of the things that appealed to him when people were trying to convince him to to change his mind is that there will be multiple or many more deaths if we open up too soon. And that will affect his ability to get reelected because he will be blamed for that. So that's his sweet spot. Because always you can appeal to his sense of I'm going to win. I'm the winner. And I need to do what it's going to take to win. Not these lives are going to be saved. That doesn't matter. And I, I hear that one of the things that may have had an impact on him uh, was the terrible scenes coming out of Elmhurst Hospital uh, in Queens. And the suggestion was that, uh, well, he could recognize that. He'd seen that. He knew what the the neighborhood was. And that his imagined ability to conceive things simply doesn't go beyond what he can directly hear Isn't that crazy? I I heard him. I actually had that thought when I was listening to him last night. He was talking, yeah, I know what the windows look like or some other ridiculous thing. And I thought, how parochial is he? That because he knows what that hospital is like, he probably walked by it as a kid. He's like, oh, my God, people are dying there. And then when he was talking about the refrigerator trucks, everyone's heard that. And I don't know, maybe he hadn't heard it. But seeing a picture of those refrigerator trucks, that really bothered him. It did, and becomes more frightening. I don't, I'm going to ask you to speculate here. 
I don't think either of us really believe that Donald Trump is running things. Who is? Who do you think is actually in charge right now? Or is there? Do you think Trump's not running things? I don't. Hmm. Uh, I, I have the sense that someone else is controlling things and that he's out saying whatever, whatever he chooses. I, I judge from your question that you think he's more in control than I am. I have no idea, but I do think that the way he views the world is controlling. So even if someone else is in charge, they're still in charge in a way um, that that does what he wants. Like within a margin of error, the people that succeed there always know what he wants. And so he may not be making decisions day to day. He's clearly not reading the briefings or doesn't really understand what's happening, but they're all dancing to his tune. The only one that seems not to be is Fauci, but we don't know that either. We don't know what Fauci would be if he had Bush or Obama as president. Well, I think, I mean, I think you're seeing clearly, I think that's right, uh, that everything works within within the way Donald Trump conceives it. I It leads to, it always feels bad at this time with everything going on to even talk about politics. But I read the New York Times today, <laughs> Trump pulling close to uh, uh, Joe Biden, what was a seven, eight point, gap before now seems to be almost no no difference at, at all. Again, maybe I'm full of emotion today. I read this and I think, are you kidding me? Seriously? Yeah, but I think that this it's, it's probably um, not a surprise because Trump's got um, the, the whole attention of the com- country on him all the time. So particularly for low information voters, they see him come out, they see him making decisions, and they're like, wow, that dude's really doing a good job. And they're not dig deep and see Biden interviewed. And even he was like, you know, this is to be expected, actually. But today is not November. And so many things are going to happen between yeah. now and then. So many horrific things. Well, what we're seeing in Queens is really the tip of the iceberg. And Trump can't stay above that or beside it or wherever he's standing in relation to it forever. The other thing is, is that dude cannot help himself because he, even last night, he said something about the, um, the bill and the unemployment piece and all that. And he said, you know, they have to go through, people have to go through the states. I didn't want that, but the Democrats wanted it. So we had to do what the Democrats wanted. Do you see what I mean? He can't, to, and then he was slamming Pelosi later and on Fox this morning. So it's, he's so schizophrenic. He gets up there for five minutes, he says the right thing, but the real Trump is always coming out. Well, and I think your phrase, he can't control himself, is exactly right. And I think these Pelosi comments, uh, which I think were on on Fox this morning, are indicative of it. He called her a sick puppy. He said she's got lots and lots of problems. Even at this point, he can't control himself well enough 
not to make those kind of personal attacks. And for an awful lot of Americans outside of his hardcore base, we don't like that. We don't like it in regular times, and we certainly don't like it when we're in the middle of a crisis like that. I agree, and I think ultimately it's going to hurt him. So right now people aren't thinking about the election. I bet if you ask a lot of people, they will say, oh, I forgot there was an election in November because this we're so focused on this. But, you know, you go through this month after month, the campaign starts to kick up and everything Trump has said and done will be in a 30 second ad. Even Biden had one out yesterday that I thought was pretty decent. Well, I don't actually think it was a Biden ad. I think it was one of the Democratic groups or the liberal groups. And it said something about, you know, it just had Trump saying it's not a big deal. It'll be over in 15 days and such and such. So there's Trump. His, he can't help himself. And because of that, he's written the, his own ads for November. Very, I... This is a change of gear. I recognize that maybe a change of tone. But I've been sitting here thinking today as I hear, you know, these predictions that we will think things have gone well if only 100,000 people die, that that we're two weeks away or something like this from what will be a peak, but then we should expect many other peaks uh, beyond it. I I don't even know another way to say uh, uh, this. I am feeling personally frightened by this. What's yeah, I mean, going I, on this with morning, you? Are... I was despondent. And I'm terrible at math. So in my own stupid way, I was trying to figure out what are the chances that if it doesn't hit me personally, it's going to hit someone in our circle, people that we know. Chances are you'll know someone who gets sick. I don't think that's doubted but also very likely to know someone who's gravely ill, perhaps even passes away. Right now, they're saying $100,000 is a, $100,000, oh my gosh, 100,000 yeah. people is a good number. That's best case scenario. I, and I it is, I mean, it's just frightening. And people would say, oh, you can't worry about that. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to worry about if not that? That's exactly right. So we continue to face it one day, uh, one day after another. And on the next day after this one, we'll be back to try and talk a little bit more about exactly. it. Right? And, the, and the beauty of isolating. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Mary, so you good too. to talk to you. Talk, talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.